What's your backstory? Oh, it's a really long story. Do you want me to like, okay. I want the long version to be honest, but I don't know how much time you have. (laughs) Okay, I I have time. I'm just like wondering how I'm going to put this into words. Um, so you're not gonna like you're not gonna let other people know about this conversation, no, 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 right? No, 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 no. So yeah, because the fake one is boring, but the real story is kind of a really big story. Okay. So, um, so I'm from Sri Lanka. Okay. It's a small island near India. So I grew up there, and then. I did my, uh, we have O-levels and A-levels there. So it's kind of a kind of screwed up education system. Hmm. So you have to study for A-levels, you have to study for like two years. Okay. And then you only get one standardized test at the end of two years. And then that decides your whole life. Oh. Yeah, if you want to do, like, if you want to be an engineer, you have to go through, like, math stream. So I studied, um, I studied uh, pure math and applied math and physics and chemistry. Wow. That's, that's the only thing I did. I already finished all this stuff from, like, chemistry, like, general, like, physical and organic, inorganic. Like, I did everything, but they don't accept here. But it's a different story. Wow. But... You only get one standardized test for the whole country, okay. for like each subject. And um, I went, I went to school, and is, is there like you don't have private schools or whatever, whatever. Like you have to get into a government school, like a government university, like or anything like that. So, but I had a different vision. Like I really didn't like it. I hated school. I was that person, like, who always skipped classes. (laughs) I would just, like, hang out, like, around the school and then just, like, always skip school, you know? Yeah. But my mom was a teacher at the same school. So it was kind of tough for me, like, going around her. (laughs) But I I was that kid. I would, like, hang out with everyone. So, like, it was, like, a really big school, like, from sixth grade to, like, 13th grade. Wow. Mixed school, mixed school, like uh, up from first grade to fifth grade, I went to a convent, so like only girls. Okay. It's a girls' school. So after that, from like sixth, sixth, sixth grade to 13th, you have to go to like a different school. So it's like a really big school, like everyone's together. It's not like they don't like separate stuff, like, okay, middle school and high school. No, it's like everything's mm. together. Yeah. So... I'm always out of my class and I hang out with everyone from like 5th to 13th when I'm like a kid. (laughs) So um, I had a lot of problems staying in class. Like I remember every time. So we have like periods, like you stay in the same class, like teachers come into your class. Okay. It's kind of different. Yeah, yeah. So every time, yeah, every time my class teacher come in, like she just he or she just call out my name and make sure i'm in that class because i had the record like i always go to the principal and then they ask you to like write letters and then you get like three shots and stuff like and then after that you have to bring your parents to school and i can't do that because my mom's the teacher yeah (laughs) (laughs) so it was like kind of crazy because i wasn't interested you know like i would do whatever i want but don't false feed me yeah. Like, the stuff I don't want to learn. Like, I was like that. 
Okay. So, so I screwed up uh, my A levels. So that's my life. But mm. you get three chances. Okay. So if you want to take the the second time, you have to wait another year and then like study again. I used all three chances. I was so stupid because my <laughs> my parents like you know pushing me like, hey, you have to go to like a government university, you know. But I didn't like it. It's like a different culture. Like I can't stand it. I can't stand those people. They're like too nosy. Like the cultures really. Too nosy. Yeah, they they get into your business, you know. Like it's it's really hard for me. I don't know. For me, it was torture. Yeah, it was it was really hard. So I didn't. I wanted to like study math, and I was like really interested in that, but I didn't really like the system. Like I didn't really want to go through that system. Like yeah. I was like, okay, you can't do that. That's not what I like, you know. So I was kind of stupid. Because you got to do what you got to do, you know? Like, yeah. you have to study and get through the exams and everything. But I didn't want to do that because I thought it's stupid. Yeah. So I kept failing all the <laughs> exams. Like, first th- first time I remember I got, like, three Fs. But it, uh, it's really hard, too. Like, the stuff yeah, we learned, yeah. if you compare there to here, like, is this here is, like, BS. Wow. Like, people... It's really competitive. I don't know for what, for what, because they don't get paid much. Like, why? Why are you so competitive to get into like a shitty job? <laughs> I don't understand. But it's really competitive, so like it's really tough. Um, but um, uh, the first first exam, like I got three Fs for like math, physics, and chemistry, and I thought it's hilarious. Yeah, because I felt like. Okay, that's that's cool. Like no one ever does that. No one just like intentionally fail stuff, you know. They would like study. But all my um I had my parents tried really hard. They're like, "Okay, what are you?" I was like a shame for them like cuz they yeah. thought they're like they had a reputation, you know, like I'm just ruining everything. So they tried to teach me like they got like got me private tutors and everyone. And every time they come, I would just, like, talk with them. And then they start talking. And then that's that. Like, no and one. everyone got distracted. No, no studying yeah. got done. And then I start explaining, like, okay, this is how, like, theories work and blah, blah, blah. I, I get, like, very philosophical. And then, like, but I'm not going to pass my exam with that. I didn't understand that. I thought, like, okay, like, being smart is different, you know. It's yeah. not just, like, passing exams and blah, blah, blah. Right. But I was being stupid. <laughs> so um, I think I, I second time I failed too. But still, my instructors, like everyone believed like, okay, like you you can work, you know, like you have a brain. Yeah. You're just like not s- studious, you know, like you can't yeah. just study and like you don't have that patience or like, what do you call? You. Some people call it maturity. Maturity? Yeah, I've heard in the math community they call it maturity. <laughs> yeah, they had that thing too. Like, like if you're in math stream, like they respect you. Like even if you get like, even if you fail, they just respect you because you like put out with that. You know, like you, yeah, because you're. They know that you your thinking, your your logic is different from other people. Yeah. So, um. Anyhow, so you you yeah, fail these three tests. I failed it. But the third test I passed, but it was just a pass, like pass and like a C for like something else, physics, because oh, okay. I kind of liked it. 
But anyway, for after that, my parents gave up, and then like they asked me to do so many things, like get, go get a degree in like business or whatever, whatever. So I, I was like doing stuff, but I kind of had that idea, like I'm gonna go somewhere, you know, like leave this country. This is shit. Like I don't want to stay here. Like my parents are like <laughs> crazy. Like everyone's crazy. Yeah. This is not what I want, you know. And I feel trapped because the culture is really different. They is is hard for a woman. Mm. So <clears throat> I tried and tried. I had to go through a lot of stuff, and my parents were really against me leaving the country. Uh, but then I left my home for like one and a half years just to like just to work things out, you know, because I wanted yeah. to like go somewhere. And then I, it, and it's really hard to get the visa that kind of country because it's like a third world country. Um, hmm, but. Okay. Yeah, I I worked alone for that because my parents didn't help it, but I got the visa. Like I got lucky, like for five years. Nice. And, like I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what schools to go. So I posted a question on Quora, like, <laughs> "Hey, if I'm moving to Silicon Valley, like I don't even know, like if it's Bay Area or whatever. If I if I'm gonna move to like San Jose, like area, like." tell me like a good community college that I should go. And someone just said like, okay, go to DMs. And that's how I came to DMs. Oh. <laughs> it was a Cora answer. That's that. That's wild. Nothing more than that. And you're on that five-year visa now? Yeah. That's crazy. And I'm an international student here. So like they have a lot of restrictions and you have to like take certain amount of units and you don't get any financial aid and you have to pay like six times more than like a, a citizen yeah that kind of stuff but yeah that's how like no one told me like hey go to dianza it's just like some random guy on cora just suggested me to go to dianza wow <laughs> you want to know how i got into dianza huh so i had come out to silicon valley for the first time because um i had done three years of an engineering degree in the rural south. Oh. So I was um, doing well. I had a couple of internships. I did undergraduate research. Everything was fine and dandy as far as I could tell. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't fine. My brain was self-destructing. And by the time I got into my senior year, it was like I was just paranoid. And then it got to the point where I was hearing voices. So why um, why did you have like a lot of stress going on? I had so it? much stress. I was trying to found a robotics team actually. Wait, wait, what? So I I went to a school that didn't have a robotics team. It was like 2012 was when I first got there. Mm -hmm. And in the summer of 2013, I was exposed to microcontrollers, the Arduino microcontroller mm, yeah, if you yeah. know of it. And uh I saw some guy launch a model rocket and he had an Arduino strapped to the model rocket, and he, he was a computer science student. He plugged it into his computer and said, like, you see these graphs? This is, like, the acceleration. This is the torque or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, did you just do that with that thing? He's like, yeah, this is, like, you know, anybody can get one of these. It's, like, 30 yeah. bucks. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, at the time, <laughs> the, <laughs> the place where I was going to school wasn't the most progressive. 
Um, it's called Tuskegee University. Mm-hmm. I call it Ruskegee University. <laughs> um, it, it was a historically black college. Mm-hmm. And long story short, they weren't really on top of things with robotics. So I thought this is maybe something that I could contribute mm-hmm. is bringing this technology, yeah. make, popularizing it at my engineering school. Because um, they were actually really good at getting people like into, they had relationships with certain companies, but mm-hmm. they weren't as good as training the innovative mind. So anyhow, I go into my senior year, I start hearing voices. I fly to Silicon Valley with my internship money, not because I had any plan of like doing anything, but because I was losing my mind. Like, but, but why? Why Silicon oh, so, Valley? Oh, like, I, I think it was more intuition than anything else. So you just, that's that's crazy. Like you Oh, just, it was literally crazy. And here's the thing. So I get here, immediately I get arrested. While I'm in jail, there's a representative. Why? <laughs> this is crazy and interesting. Very interesting. So, so, so I get arrested for a carjacking. And uh, I, I, I get locked up and they give me mental health treatment. And they say, this guy's a schizophrenic. He's like not connected to reality right now. They give me medication. I My brain comes back online. Mm-hmm. And before I get released a representative comes in to speak to the inmates and they're talking about the expungement process. I don't know if you've heard of this, but basically in the United States, if you have a felony, it's possible to get that removed from your record if you go through a specific oh, process, okay. uh, which I, I've I've had several charges expunged. Um, so anyhow, one of the guys, he's talking about his personal story and he ends it with, by the way, I'm a counselor at DeAndre's College. If any of you want to go to school when you get out, you can contact me directly. So I've as soon as I got out, I just came directly to his office and he said, yeah, here's the fee waiver. Here's this. Here's that. Class starts in two weeks. And then I got in. I actually heard that from someone else, like who's in, like who who's been in jail, and they're like, "This is how I know Dianza." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that guy must be giving a lot of speeches. Yeah. Uh, but he works here. He's a cool guy. He um, basically he was like the typical case of someone who was stuck in this in the um, in the system when he was a kid. Uh-huh. Like he kept going back to juvenile hall. And then at some point, something changed in his life and he got really involved in academics. And like his joke was basically like, oh, I lived in institutions my whole life mm-hmm. and schools are just institutions. <laughs> kind of like what you were saying. I, I mean, the metric for intelligence in Sri Lanka at the time at your school uh-huh. was that you could pass these tests. Yeah. But that says nothing about really what creates value in Silicon Valley, which is the innovative thinking. And that's a part of what I felt. I think that's part of the reason why my intuition thought Silicon Valley was because I was living in a world that is probably, you know, a little bit more progressive than Sri Lanka at the time Mm -hmm. uh, that you were there. But it was an American university that, in my opinion, did not put enough value on innovation. It put a lot of value on being a very good worker. And I thought this was a particularly large loss given that we were engineers and that the internet exists now, mm-hmm. that digital technologies in general exist, and that the curriculums didn't really get updated to match these new opportunities. Um, that and that it was a black college. And for me personally, I, just, I, I mean, my attitude toward the whole thing was if it's a if it's a black college, you should try to just be the best college. Mm-hmm. But their attitude at the time, it seems, was that they wanted to be the best 
black college, which is very okay. different, <laughs> which is different from being uh -huh. the best college. Yeah. And one of the ways that I, I felt they were very short-sighted was in um, emphasizing entrepreneurship and innovation in their students and Silicon Valley at the time to me represented those things. So I thought maybe I'll be more psychotic me. Thought maybe that's, I'll be more comfortable here. That's, that's <laughs> cool though, because you already finished like three years of uh, college, right? And then you right. decided to like, hey, this is not, this doesn't like resonate with me. So I'm gonna just just leave, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> but it was more psychotic than anything else because I was also applying for graduate schools at the time, mm -hmm. and and I was perfectly okay with finishing those years and then going to even a shitty grad school because I wanted to be an entrepreneur back then. Like for yeah. instance, I was interested in uh micro, I, I studied electrical engineering and uh, I wanted to get into like semiconductor devices, mm -hmm. but not just transistors, but, like microelectrical mechanical systems, which are just, they use the semiconductor manufacturing um, processes, but they're fun. They're, they're kind of different. It's more sensors. Uh -huh. Um, Even if you go to a shitty school, if you have access to their lab, well, this was my idea. I don't know yeah. if this is true. Even if you have access to their lab, you can cook, you can play around, and you can invent shit. Yeah. And that's really what's going to uh, get me paid is what I what I create, not like the prestige. But now I'm doing a more foolish thing, which is that I applied mostly to mathematics programs. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm constantly wondering if the impractical choice is worth the risk. but. I also applied to San Jose State for electrical engineering, so we'll That's see. That's cool. Um, how much time do you have? I just don't worry about the time. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned you had interests in mathematics. Sorry? You mentioned that you had interests in the sciences in general, yet yeah. you're involved in the political life oh. here. So how, why did you make that shift? Yes. It's not like totally shifting from mathematics to like politics. It's just okay. My if I think about it, everything is just like so. I didn't. I didn't plan anything. It's just uh, my running mate just talked to me. Running mate. What do you mean by that? Uh, so like president and vice president run together okay. for the ticket. The same ticket. So my running mate, um, he was running for president and I was running for VP. And he was the one who came up to me and then, hey, there's something like that, th like this going on in school. Do you want to like run with me? And then I wasn't, I wasn't a part of anything in school. I was just like, go to school, go home. You know, I don't have to deal with anything. Like I wasn't a part of the part of any club. Nothing. Yeah. So I had zero knowledge like about what's going on in school. So I thought it would be cool, like so I could like I could actually like be a part of the community and I could actually like engage in stuff, you know, in school. But at the same time I was like kinda skeptical, like, huh, do I really have to do this? Because I have to like work and I can yeah. I don't I don't wanna you know, I don't wanna quit my work. I'm not sure I'm gonna do this and I'm really not that political person. Like I I used to like hate those kind of stuff. Like <laughs> I'm just that person, like I would mind my own business, like, hey, like I don't want any drama, like just yeah, just yeah. Cause I had too much drama, that's why I had to leave a whole country behind. Yeah, I understand. So I'm not that person. I had like a different way of thinking. But 
yeah i don't know i it was just he asked me and then like we started working on it and then i was like okay this is cool like i'm actually like engaging in yeah. something you know it's cool so um yeah that's what happened how it long was, have you been a student before you got involved before your friend approached you or your running mate like an year yes a year wait it was yeah Okay, so you went for you went to De Anza for a year. Yeah. And then out of the blue someone says, Hey, you should just join me. BVP yeah, because first it was just supporting my friend because he was like, Hey, like I'm running for this and I I think like I need some support. I need someone I could trust. And I was like and he was like he was like this. I would I would like carry you. Just 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 be there with me. Yeah. Like I would carry you. I'm like, okay, if you carry me, then that's fine because I'm not that person who who's com- comfortable in, like, talking to people. Like, I'm not that person. I'm an engineering major. Like, hey, like, I'm I'm not that person. Yeah. So, and he was like, no, no, I would, like, carry you, like, blah, blah, blah. And he just, like, filled out my forms and everything. Like, I didn't know anything about, like, the whole thing. So like I got kind of interesting. It got kind of interesting when we actually started like um, our campaign. So like we thought it, it was cool. So like because I I started like going out and talking to people. Yeah. I actually like kind of talked to people before that, but I'm not comfortable like talking to like a group of people. You know, like it's hmm. kind of like you seem comfortable now. So that must have been yeah. That it, must it be the progress me. I'm observing. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a personal gain, you know, from DSP. <laughs> yeah, but I, I would talk to people like random people, like but I'm not comfortable talking to like a lot of people about like stuff you know yeah stuff that matter <laughs> yeah but yeah when we started like our campaign it was kind of interesting and it was really hard i was like out there all day like talking to people like hey vote me like we were like begging like he was kind of <laughs> he thought like this is funny like i've never like never asked people to like do stuff you know like yeah. it's kind of funny feeling you still like you're begging them to vote you and you don't get anything, you don't get paid, like, why? <laughs> yeah. But still, you're doing it, you know? Like, and it was a cool experience. Like, everybody started, like, recognizing you. Like, they, they come up to you. And I don't know about other competitors, but for us, like, people started, like, approaching us and they started talking to us. And they were like, hey, like, this is really cool. Can we hang out with you? And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wow, this is this is cool, you know? Cool, like, yeah. yeah. And people, like, some people started, like, opening doors for me. I'm like, you don't have to do that. Like, I'm just, like, running, you know? Like, I'm, I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> I'm just running because this guy asked me to run. Yeah, yeah. But it was, it was cool, but I had no idea what I was getting into. That's, that's, to be honest, I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is nice that you are more social now. You've built public speaking skills. Yeah, it's I was social. It's not like, you know, not this kind of stuff. I would like go out party and like that kind of social, you know. I would talk yeah. to strangers, but not like this. People are intimidated by you. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I think people were intimidated by us during the campaign because people... They like other people started hating us, and then like, mm, like cafeteria people like started threatening us, like, "Hey, you gotta like take down your shit, like take down your flyers," because like <laughs> we're like, "Nope, we nope. Like, yeah. <laughs> like the guy, um, 
I don't want to mention his name, but the guy who owned the cafeteria. Yeah. I don't know too much about who runs what. Yeah. I've never had to post flyers for anything. (laughs) So maybe I'm like the, you know, I'm I'm living almost the way you were living the first year. Because it is my first year, actually. This is, that's the end of the, I started in January. So the winter. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's how I ended up. And then... Uh, by the first term, I mean, first quarter, still I was doing a lot of his work too. Like I was fulfilling my um, VP role, but at the same time, I used to go to president's meetings just to as, as a rep, you know, like, yeah. Um, and I was like sitting on finance meetings. But, um, and I, I actually chaired some of like a mo- lot of Senate meetings during that period, like when the president was there. So, but I feel like it kind of helped me because with with the transition, so I already knew, like, because I I was already sitting on his meetings and I already did some of his part. So it helped. Yeah. Yeah. That meeting life is something I I don't think I could ever get back into. I hate going to meetings. Meeting life. Yeah. I mean, I know that. I, I don't know. It's just, I was like dragged into this. I yeah. wasn't like I I complain even after we got elected I complain to my running mate like to the president like hey I don't want to do this I had to quit my job why are you doing this to me like I don't want to get involved in drama like like I don't get the point of this student senate you know like what are the, what can they do like just 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 be a thing. Just you know, you can you don't actually have the power. You just like like I know like administration trying like they just give you a bunch of money. I mean, bunch of dollars, and then like they just wash you. You know, like they they make all the important decisions. Like, so why do you want me in this? Like, I can't sacrifice my whole life. I want to work. I kept complaining, kept yeah. complaining until he left, and then I felt like. No, this is actually interesting. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can actually like make a change if you really want to. Wow. Yeah. It seems to, from the outside that the most you can do is throw an event or advocate for something. Is that true or is that too limited of a of a perspective? It it depends. It totally depends. Let's say I want to change something or I want to like do something, you know, like um change something drastically but i need the help of the senators like the whole senate you need manpower yeah yeah and i need the voice you know like because mm. i feel like student senate like i used to be this person i don't trust anyone because my my running partner was like that he's super paranoid about like trusting people yeah I didn't really have like trust issues that much, but I kind of learned a lot of things from him because he was like, don't trust this person. Like, don't trust anyone. Like, he was like (laughs) super paranoid. Like, he took it like super serious. And we had like, we actually had like a re-election. Do you know that? Like, we had to run again. It was crazy. We had to put on our flyers three times. Because of trust issues? No, because... Um, so first time we ran, um, so we got the results, someone published the results and they said like, I think the school web team or something like we didn't know like who's doing what, but they said like, okay, um, uh, the software had a mistake. It had a bug. 
<laughs> system had it broke, so we we need to recount. Yeah. So like he was super paranoid. No, like someone's doing this, blah blah blah. And then they, we didn't believe it, so we we tried to fight like for it. And then it was super paranoid. But I was like that too, because they you kind of have to be like that, because student senate, like the administration, they just they just they just. It's like an illusion. Like people think, like people in the Senate, they think like we can do stuff. But I, I felt like they're trying to push stuff, push, push their agendas to us. Yeah. By just by giving the illusion that we have the power. That's why I that yeah. That's why I didn't trust any of the advices. Like we had, yeah. um, we had a previous advisor. Like I, like you can't just. You can help me. You're the advisor, but you can't tell me what to do, cause this is these. If everyone think like that, actually, we can actually make some changes, you know. But the problem is they have this mentality like they don't think they have the power. Yeah. They think okay, like if you have an advisor, they think like that's like you have to obey everything like they make the rules no they don't make the rules you make the rules office of college life they get funded by you yeah ASB. they should uh, i agree with you most people yeah. don't have their own agenda they're yes. waiting for someone else to yeah. tell them what to do that's that's like employee mentality i guess that's that's I don't like it. It's just people don't believe they have power. That's why we don't have power. If you actually want to do something, you can actually you can actually do because the money we get we get it from the district. So we, we, we like bunch of people in the administration. They can't just just push you. They can't just push their agenda to us. Still, like I, we have like a really good advisor, but still I would I like to like kind of be independent when I make decisions because like I don't have any trust trust issues with her but most of the time the advices they um they meet up with the administration and they can try to push things through the ad advisor and then the advisor will come to us and like hey you know what we have this great idea that will like benefit you blah 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 and they're bullshit yeah, That's, there's always going to be faking. that in politics. Yeah, you don't know the real motivation of people. And, yeah, and so, there's always a I'll do you a favor, and then hopefully yeah. you'll help me. Yeah, <laughs> but so, you might be cut out of the deal. Yeah, that's that's the problem. I believe we have the power only if you believe you have the power. Ooh, that's meta deep. <laughs> Speaking of power, looking forward, and I'm especially interested in the five year visa because I'm I'm new to all of this. It is foreign to me, yeah. but. What are your plans moving forward? Because you mentioned you're studying engineering. Mm -hmm. You're also involved in politics. So you're learning about people and math, psychology and whatever. Yeah. And you mentioned you left home. But the way I understand visas, eventually you're kicked out. Yes. So how are you moving so, forward? So um, the process is to like you get the degree and then like if you're lucky you're gonna get hired like you you have to try you're gonna get hired from like a company or whatever whatever Google, you apply Apple. yeah whatever you like if you're lucky enough you're gonna get hired and then they have to sponsor you the company the company and okay. then you get a working visa oh so you have to like 
take a, take step by step. Like you get a working visa, it's called like H H one or something like that. H one B. H one B, and then you have to like keep moving. You know. And how long does that last? The working it's visa. Long, um, or the sponsorship. I'm not really sure about that. As long as you like work there, <laughs> it, oh, okay. it totally depends on you and your company because they're the ones who who sponsor you. You know. Okay. So, um, but there are a lot of people who can't find jobs after they graduate. They they can't find jobs because like this, you come to this point. Uh, you have a deadline, and before that, you have to find a job. Before that, if you can't find a job, then you have to go back to your country, and then you have to apply for jobs while you're in that country. Then there's like a really low chance of getting back to the mm, USA. Yeah. So you have to be really careful with that. Um, when you know your visa is gonna end, you have to like you already have to find a job and then um, try to extend your visa. Or you can still stay in college and then ask them to extend your visa for like two years. Hey, I need more, two more years because because I had some stuff going on, so I couldn't finish my stuff on time. And then extend your visa because that way they would extend your visa because they they're not gonna like block you after you've been like like three four years in college and they're not gonna be like okay you can't be, be there for the final year so you have to be tricky and then you have to extend the visa and then so you get kind of like a breathing period to yeah. find a job and then if you're lucky enough then you're gonna get a job or you have to marry someone here <laughs> and if you marry someone here then you're good you can stay yeah but um to yeah you can um you can stay but um for the for the PR you have to like it takes you like three two years I guess and then you have to work from that point. But if you marry someone then that's good. But that's not what I want. But I'm I'm gonna try. You know, because my it's just I have. I have to go in like different paths in my life. So it's kind of yeah. hard for me. I'm still training because when you have to like, you know, when you're in like STEM major, like you're super interested in engineering or whatever, you have to be able to like focus on that, you know? Yeah. But for me, like I have to divide my interest in like, hmm. like several paths because at the same time, I want an engineering degree, but at the same time, I don't want to start my own business. So like, but. So you aren't, that was something I was going to bring up when you made the comment about the employee mindset, yes. but are you interested in being an entrepreneur at some point in your life? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's maybe a weak safeguard, but it's a bit of a safeguard if you do get kicked out of the country yes, that's and you why can't I, apply back yes. and maybe you just have enough skills to start yeah, something on your own that's why in, I in your country. I want to take the safe path, like get a job you know <laughs> yeah. get a degree and get a job so that way i have an option because like being an entrepreneur is not like it's it's a risk you right. can't just take risks so you, i have to have like a safe path too because no matter what i don't want to go back to my country because i just left behind my past i i don't want that yeah anymore so wow yeah i have to like juggle so many things in my head and like now like i'm doing this like why? What am I doing? <laughs> well, I think I think the people who are working either beside you or underneath you are glad that you're um, involved because, I mean, you mentioned that mathematics and politics really aren't that different. I think one of the things that might be similar, which is something that arguably you're known for, <laughs> is organizing. 
yeah. uh, that aspect of it may be very structural, uh, yeah. very mathematical, but there are a lot of parts of politics that are not very mathematical. So, yes. um, I mean, even though it's a distraction, perhaps the management skills that you're gaining now mm -hmm. will be will separate you from the pack when you do eventually also, do what like, you want to do. Yeah, also their personal gains, you know, like I learned to have uh, a lot of patience because, you know, people backstab you. Like you have to be able to like be on top of everything and just like just have a thick skin, you know. Yeah. You have to be really strong because people scheme. People scheme. I didn't expect these college kids could scheme like that. Like mm. for this kind of position, like I don't want like I, I don't want to see that as a really big thing, you know, being a president or like the vice president. But people they scheme. They try to get to into that position. Yeah. I, I was surprised like when I got to know about some um some of those schemes i was surprised well it's interesting because p positions on this level have a there's a lot of different motivations that you could have for mm. for being interested but for a lot of people the value comes from the fact that they want to go to places like berkeley and mm. they know that they respect this title so that's i mean because it is kind of weird nobody's getting paid well are you guys getting paid no yeah nobody's getting paid the status is like not that extreme, yeah. you know. You're not walking around with a gold crown. Yeah. Many people don't even notice if you're in the yeah. this the student government or not. But colleges notice, you know. So is that colleges notice? There we go. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, I'm glad that I don't know about the schemes because I could still look <laughs> people in the eye and smile. I don't know what goes down. I just yeah. come here because I love the fact. I love this room first mm -hmm. of all. I'm grateful that students are allowed, you know, non-student government <laughs> students are allowed until you implement your evil plans. Um, and, and, you know, I love that I could be, I can do homework, mm -hmm. walk out and then have an interesting conversation with someone and then come back. So there's a mixture between a quiet environment and an environment of social interaction because me, I'm, I'm pretty introverted myself. I would be off in a cave somewhere with, you know, a lifetime supply of uh, drinkable food <laughs> if I could get too. away with it. But yeah. uh, unfortunately, that's not the world that I live in. And mm. now I actually take great joy in certain things that are that are social, that's believe it or cool. not. <laughs> um, I don't know if you answered this already, but uh, what you're studying engineering, what would be the ideal job for you? Working as uh, like what type of engineering are you studying? And oh, what, what type any, of any, yeah? Any when you say like job, like I get a mini heart attack because like I hate doing a job. I'm just doing it for the sake of security, you know. Okay, like, okay, yeah. <laughs> but um, okay, yeah. Be, so type of engineering then? Yeah, I thought of that. This is this is my uh, this is what I thought originally thought before I come here. I wanted to do. Mechatronic. That's how we say. It. I don't. I, I don't know. It's mechanical. Mechatronics. And, yeah, mechatronics. Um, mechanical and tronic part included. You know, like work together. Yeah. That that was my goal, but I'm I'm trying to see because I'm not into I'm not into um software that much. I would like to be more in hardware, but I I want a combination. Okay. When did you get interested in that? 
Because that's very specific. Yes. Um, I think when I was... 17 or 16 or 17. I don't know. 17, 18. I guess. Hmm. All right. I'm personally, um, I'm interested in studying math for sure. Mm -hmm. But I think I'm, uh, as far as making money, I think I'm interested in writing software. So, yeah, um, I mean, true. because of the coolest thing, like I'm thinking, what are the coolest things I could do while I'm alive? And one of the big ones is like what Stephen Wolfram does. <laughs> Which is like like writing software that makes it easier for people to use math or things of that nature seem cool. just like like it would be really fulfilling um, and also very impactful because the mm -hmm. beauty of math is that it doesn't change. Once you figure something out that's true, it's just true. You can build on top of it, et cetera. But the downside is not everyone has access to it. So to to democratize it is something that's now possible and – it would be interesting if I could work on a team that mm -hmm. does something like that. Even even like MathWorks would be super cool. Yeah. So I don't know. But on that note, it's time for the most important question in the, the universe. Most important oh God, question <laughs> in the universe. Are you ready? Yeah. Dip or flip? Wait, wait, what is this? Like just a question, right? Dip or flip? Dip. Or flip. So I just have to like randomly choose one. That's it. Like, or does it have meaning? I don't get it. Does anything have to have meaning? Flip. That's right. The Chef of X podcast. Thank you for your time. Mm, delicious. Okay. Okay. <laughs>